Hello everyone and on this episode of the Cyber Cafe we have a very special guest we have Richa Rao who happens to be my senior coincidentally um who works at Microsoft hey Richa what's up Hi hi Sean I'm good how are you I'm I'm really excited about this episode I'm having a great time today I'm, I mean I've been waiting for this episode the entire week because I mean I heard a lot about you from my batchmates and I mean when I told okay. them I'm having a recording with Richa Rao they were like I don't know they they happen to know you especially now because what's going on right now is we're locked up in our houses so we don't exactly mm. know people from our college Yeah exactly right. so Yeah so we really I'm know... wondering how do how do the juniors exactly know me because I've never interacted with your batch right Yeah because you guys never you guys haven't yet seen the college I'm assuming mm-hmm. Now I've been to the mm-hmm. campus once or twice I've met a few international students there because I'm in Pune right I live in Pune Mhm So hmm. that's okay. one benefit I get that I have. I've seen the campus. It's nice. I like the labs, but right now everything is online. I don't enjoy that much. Yeah, yeah, you make do with it. It's a really big campus, right? You guys will love it. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, yeah, and during literally... winters, it's amazing. It's amazing during winters. Yeah, yeah, winters and even monsoon. I mean, the best part about it is on the hills. So I mean, I can literally tell people I live on the hills. Yeah. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But still, on a side note, let's say if um a junior doesn't know who you are, how would you introduce yourself to any junior you meet? Okay, so I'll start off. Yeah, so my name is Richa Rao. Okay, so currently I'm working as a technical consultant at Microsoft India. So I got this opportunity via college itself. So Microsoft was a company that came to college for placement. So I sat through the process, and that's how I bagged this job. and okay other than that i have been the branch topper of it for my branch wow. and i had <laughs> i didn't know that yeah <laughs> yeah okay so i've also received like i've received scholarship for like three semesters because like i there was so uh, i'm not sure if you're aware of it so there is a criteria so if you're like the topper of your branch and you have a gpa that is above 8.75 in that semester So, like fifty percent of the scholarship is given. Like fifty percent of the fees is conceded, and you get the scholarship with that. So, I wow. got that like three times in three semesters, and uh, yeah. So, I've done an internship at IBM. So, uh, in our college, we have this semester that is completely for internship. It is exclusively for uh, given to us for internships. It's called internship semester. So, during that, I was interning at IBM. So mm-hmm. over there, um, I worked as a full stack app developer. So an intern who was basically into the full stack app developer. So at that time, okay. IBM was actually, uh, you know, in ties with Vodafone Idea. Okay, so they were working on a project over there. So that is what I worked on. So yeah, that is what about my internship. And now talking about my interests, like um. in technical in the technical field uh, i feel that java really interests me okay and uh, right now <laughs> yeah, yeah i've heard a lot of people have you know the scared of java but i really don't relate to that so i know i, really I mean i don't java. yeah like java's worth enjoying i mean that's the first programming language i ever learned back in school when we used to i am um, like you know ip and say computer science back in 11 12th mm-hmm. grade and yeah, yeah. i never understood why people hated so much and then they like c c++ is better 
because to be honest i did java in 11 12 then um covid happened then college began i was like i'll do better in java but then we had c language i mean i'm glad i did hmm. java because c made sense to me it it was very confusing <laughs> for most people to start with because some people say it's a basic language but no it's very complicated for someone who doesn't understand Actually, how the I started code works with c++ even i started yeah. with c++ mm-hmm. yeah and then there are some people who love python for some reason I yeah, personally yeah, that's quite yeah. trending right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I personally, it, I don't know why other languages don't make sense to me. I mean, C, C plus plus, it's just started to make sense to me now. I can write, read, and write in it, but I don't fully like you know. Um, I, I, I don't think I can have a conversation in C and C plus plus the way I can have it in Java. Yeah, and if you actually see, uh, C, C plus plus actually they, as you said, it's kind of a basic language. So. With it can't be used with different technologies. So like when I was working during my internship, that time I was very I had expertise in C plus plus, not as much in Java. Like I just knew the basics. Mm-hmm. But then C plus plus is not a language that you can work with. You know, for uh, developing different technologies. So like I was working True. with Spring, Spring Boot. So that is compatible okay. with Java. Now if I go for app development, uh, Android that is also Java. So like C plus plus yeah. is quite limited. You can't exactly make a high performance apps or anything like that. That's true. I mean, yeah. um, if you ever look up the correct people on like what language to start, I mean, I've been doing a lot of research on this, and I mean, you you see a lot of content, you read stuff, and even uh, you also do stuff more than that. And the the one thing I've observed, even while doing basic practice for my classes is, and doing assignments, is that um. I can actually build stuff in Java. I mean, I don't, I don't see myself building anything in C plus plus. C plus plus is good yeah, for like comparative exactly. coding. Yeah, right. true. And I guess it's just for you know starting out with coding, you know, understanding the mm-hmm. basics and all the concepts, so that you can apply it in different languages later. Yes, it's just much faster to write apparently. But I mean, the good thing about Java is that once you become really good at it, you can be much faster than everybody else, and you can also do comparative coding. You can also like. I'm getting to open source contribution and stuff. I think one of my friends, yeah. um, she is following this playlist by I think Kunal Kushwaha or something like that. Some guy. I, okay. I don't know. Yeah. So he just started a Java bootcamp. I mean, that's the first time I've actually seen a Java DSA bootcamp after um this one on YouTube by Aman Thattarwa. You know, like when he used to have Apni Kaksha with this guy called. He started off Apni Kaksha with this friend of his. Mm-hmm. I think Anuj Bhaiya. Yeah. And I was following that course with all my heart back in 2020 when the lockdown happened. Okay, I was like, "Jai to nahi hone wala." I'm not going to make it through Jai. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, yeah. but su- surprisingly, I did. Yeah, but so I was oh, like, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, that's how I got in Simbi. Okay, via the main. Yeah, yeah, Ma. yeah, yeah. First, I did SIT Triple E. I got mechanical. Then I gave okay. Jai mains. Then I got an IIT. Okay, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm happy because IT is the branch I wanted. So yeah, fair enough. even yeah. I'm from IT. I think I missed mm-hmm. out on saying that. So I'm, I'm from no, IT. No, you said that you, well. you, you mentioned that you were the IT topper. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. I mean, most kids are just jealous of toppers over here. I mean, we just get so angry <laughs> that how did you score so much? Plus, we have this relative grading system. Our, our results yeah, came out last yeah, week. Yeah, you know, we were flipped out because everyone's like, "Bro, we wrote the same answers in MCQ. How how do we still get different marks?" Yeah, I mean, teachers are kind of biased. 
so that's there and i think that's no, no, just MC, universal mcq isn't teachers checking it's computer based how can you say that? like um okay. give different marking on mcq like maybe the written no, part yes sure. but you exactly <laughs> because um obviously um they didn't even keep our cameras on like they gave us like 30 minutes to um, to one hour to solve the entire written paper less time hmm. more questions and mm-hmm. they were like they weren't exactly easy they were medium to tough level questions most of them so they knew okay acha if you're going to copy do proper questions and give it to us and everybody give yeah, the same yeah, answers yeah. so obviously yeah. the actual um grading was based on mcqs because they gave like 30 seconds to 1 minute per question okay yeah so um i think that's where all the grading actually took place but that's enough so i mean like, even i was upset like um all my friends they got above 8 gp i'm the only one stuck in the 7 to 8 range i'm really upset with that it's fine you'll cover up you still have a lot of time. Yeah. like you have 3 years ahead of you so it's fine i, know, like I mean my, don't I, let it drop like at least maintain uh-huh. it and try to score more yeah and this I'm time saying. the subjects were also like worth it like we have it's, it's all related to programming and computer theory that okay what is yeah, high level so now you come into second year right yeah yeah Yeah, so now you'll have subjects that you actually like. So first year is mm. basically a, it's an amalgam of all the all the streams, right? Right. So it's kind of difficult to score then. So trust me, in the first semester even I scored very less. Okay, but mm. yeah, so that's just how it is. And from second year it gets interesting because it's actually subjects that will matter to you, right? Yes, exactly. Like yeah. I have um, we obviously have data structures. Then we have something um, I don't remember the exact like um. acronym i think we spoke about this it was alds or something like that basically it's about the um mm-hmm. the, the tech- agile one right yeah agile software development or something like that ads yeah. or whatever okay that subject is something that we didn't have yeah they just started this year they said that um like they keep on they're adding new stuff they say that is necessary mm-hmm. for the industry if you ever going to be in the software industry yeah. basically they're teaching you how companies work like you know basic um stuff like how do you split up the work how different people do dif- perform their roles and get the project done mm-hmm. yeah. i mean it's it's pretty interesting we haven't had in- enough classes that we just started it's going to be like once a week they they're waiting for this um diploma in business management to get over so they can take over the weekends okay no agile is actually a very interesting concept so you'll really like it. Yeah, I look forward to. It. I mean, I mean, even our teacher is pretty cool. The way she's explaining it is really nice. We, I think we have Pooja coming mm-hmm. for that. I, I really okay, like the way yeah. she's explaining. So I had a subject called software engineering. Okay. Uh, during my first as semester. a subject. So, that's yeah, your entire branch. Ah uh, no no no. So software engineering is actually what it means is it's the way you document whatever you've made or you know it's mm-hmm. a form. so there are different life cycles so there's a life cycle of a project so how can you execute that life cycle that's what that subject teaches you about okay, okay. so that was a subject we had so agile was actually the first chapter of that subject so that was also taught by pooja kamit she's a really good teacher like an amazing wow. teacher Yeah, yeah, I think I had her in my C language in my first semester. Like, we got a new teacher after um some switch happened, and she was a phenomenal mm-hmm. teacher. I mean, she explained the C language in the we we had her for the labs, not for the theory, for the labs. Okay. So it was yeah, pretty so impressive. Yeah, so she's actually an amazing teacher. Yeah. Awesome. She was actually um uh, yeah. So you have a class teacher, right? So she was actually my yeah. class teacher all mm-hmm. the way through fourth year. Oh, so you only have one really class teacher throughout, or did it change? Uh, 
No, no, it actually depends. No, 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 sorry. See, she wasn't my class teacher. She was my mentor. Achha. So you get mentors, right? Yeah, yeah. Like our so mentors are changing. Mentors. Yeah, like our mentors yeah. keep so on changing. Yeah. So from second year, from second year, it kind of becomes a bit constant. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll see now because I don't think we have been allocated our mentors yet. We, I think we just had a class mm-hmm. teacher meeting. Who's um, my class just teacher? Give me one second. Just... So um, uh, let's let's talk about um. Azure and yeah, I mean, you told me that you built um, like you told me that you have um interest in you built, and you were on the development side for a very long time. You got into Azure hmm. in the final year. No, no, I got into AI during the final. Year. Azure is a very new concept to me because it's it's actually a product of Microsoft, right? Mm-hmm. So that is the role that I'm assigned right now. So I'll start my technical training next week. So that is when okay. I'm getting introduced to it. I'm just reading a bit up on the documentation side of it. Otherwise, it's a very mm-hmm. new concept. I got into AI during my final year project. Okay. So yeah. So that is when mm-hmm. I got introduced. I I mean I knew Python, but then uh, I, as I told you, Java was much more interesting to me. Yeah. But then once I got into AI, then I had to go into Python, and then I had mm-hmm. to. Uh, my project was based on deep learning. So. That was the time that I got introduced to AI. Okay, so um, let's. Let, I I I just want to talk about your three years as a develop on the developing side. So you were all in on like open source contributions and everything, correct? Um. Yeah. So I was more. I'll tell you honestly. Uh. The during my second year, I was very confused, as in you know what direction I should take because AI was a very budding stream that everyone mm-hmm. was taking. You know that time. And then I was very unsure, honestly, if I should be doing that or if I was very unsure of my interests. In fact, right. then during my third year, when you know more subjects started making sense to me, and I got more mm-hmm. introduced, and then I started exploring. So I started exploring all the different domains that are possible, reading up on it, and then when my internship happened, so that is when I found out, you know, this is the path that I want to go into, and I understood that mm-hmm. coding is something that really interests. Oh, developing great. something yeah yeah i mean to me like when i was studying in 11th grade i just realized that okay i'm i actually and un- because in school it's a fifth subject right and they just treated that way even kids just yeah, memorize yeah, the I code know. and everything yeah, yeah. but again like, then i took i had to take external classes to actually score really good like i was scoring let's say 40 on 50 i had to take classes to go from 40 on 50 to 45 48 on 50 like my goal was, goal was fifty on fifty. So again, like there, the t- um, it was a pretty um. I think it was my mom's friend, but she was she's really good at this coding and everything. Okay. So um, she told me that okay, and I signed up with one of my friends. He used to live right next door to that teacher. So um, she said that okay, if you're gonna be doing all, all this coding and stuff, I know you're busy with JE and everything in twelfth standard. So, but yeah. I still want to make sure that um. You actually learned something. It's not like ki ha, bhai, bas ho gaya, marks aa gaye. And I think yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah, it shouldn't be treated that way. Yeah, like the way she, the way she taught me was phenomenal. I mean, I really, it really allowed me to think for myself. Like yesterday, I was practicing algorithm on Hacker Rank. I was able to solve them myself. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm on Hacker Rank now. I have a five star in C language on Hacker <laughs> Rank. Hmm. I made it to three stars in Python, but then I stopped because I'm like, no, yeah, I don't want to do Python. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. it's not exactly. So not, right I, now, I feel, yeah. So right now, I feel like you should be exploring all the paths. Mm-hmm. 
so as you try you said you tried python and then you figured out that that is not something you want to do so i guess you're on yeah. the right track right now yeah yeah so i'm just practicing i'm using hacker rank see like, like for me the way i see things again like i think again like studying for engineering exams really changed my perspective on how i see things like to me it's all like mm. level 1 2 3 now so like you know like how you I mean, when you're studying for exams your level 1 your ncert and your level 2 is your yeah. j material and level 3 is all those stuff iit material so th- th- that's the mm. way i'm looking at coding web practice right now like for me hacker rank is like level 1 then you have mm. code for placements that's level 2 then you have code chef professional hacking um, excuse me professional coding for like level 3 and if you really 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 make it up there which is very tough because i mean i'm seeing lakhs of people are doing it and i don't know like there was all this stuff that um like but i think i read about this somewhere i think i saw a video on instagram by another coder who said that um most people just talk up say that um if you become if you only do competitive coding and you get a good rank that's the only way you get into these big companies the fang companies yeah so the thing is that competitive coding actually you know builds the way you solve algorithms right Mm-hmm. So you understand how you're supposed to actually execute a problem. So you have a problem at hand, okay? So you're supposed okay. to break it down first, right? You can't right. exactly solve an entire algorithm at one go. So you're supposed mm-hmm. to break it down. So competitive coding basically improves on these skills, you know, because you get yeah. so many different scenarios that are possible, and then you have to create an algorithm for that. And mm-hmm. that is very important during, you know. Uh, so i'll tell you about technical interviews that is something your algorithm building is what is judged so okay. your data structures your concepts on that is very important ah okay like you said ds algo is very really important like i mean um, i do a cyber security podcast and a tech podcast in general and i mean um, i have conversation with people after the podcast and they tell me that um the reason a lot of people from engineering go into cyber security right. is every time i have a conversation with um my cyber security friend after the podcast they tell me that a lot of engineers they get into um com- cyber security because they think they can avoid data structures and algorithms and i mean that's <laughs> such a wrong approach i mean with a, if you want to get into cyber security you need to know way more than um dsl Right, I mean, hmm. you have to like you have to understand networking. There's way more knowledge required, and in DS algo, like it's just DS algo, right? I mean, it, it's limited in cybersecurity. This they ask you, they'll ask you anything about networking, like every single thing possible. They'll ask you any random Linux command. They want to make sure that um they can trust you with the security of their data. Yeah. Right. Like they, which is why I mean, um, I have also had conversation in which when people tell me that um. um youngsters don't get jobs in cyber security especially for an internship on a public level like they may hire internally because um yeah like they can't trust yeah, kids yeah, right? trusting kids is kind yeah. of tough yeah exactly you mean mm-hmm. i mean the entire security of your company you're handing it over to a person who has very limited experience it's kind of a big risk yeah. yes that's a that's a huge risk so um i think that's one thing people should focus on like even i'm i'm studying accordingly now like i should know when a fixed mm-hmm. will like your inexperience which by start this podcast like i have experience i talk to people i implement a lot of those things myself so i mean i'm just hoping yeah. by the time i'm That's out of great. college i'm going to have something like 99% kids of the kids don't have yeah 
So, I mean, it also feels kind of nice in here that, hey, I'm actually doing something cool with my time because... In, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're trying, right? Yeah, I think that, no, more than trying, I think the reason I started this podcast is out of boredom. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I was bored at my house, okay? I was like, okay, fine. I have nothing to do at my house. I'm bored. Okay, I've been hmm. shut down. I've been sitting here for like a year. College, and back then, we used to have chemistry and physics for subjects. Yeah, yeah. In college. So, I, that was yeah. very boring. And I mean, yeah, I people say watch TV shows. Okay, fine. I mean, for, um, I saw a lot of shows, but there's way too many shows to watch now. So I'm tired. Right? And the thing is, how much can you watch? You know, exactly. You need like, something the, productive in your yeah, day. There's way too much to watch. That's what I think. There's way too much um, content to look at these days, especially on OTT. I mean, and what I feel is you'll actually enjoy taking a break when it's mm-hmm. a break. It's not your entire day, you know? Right. If you have something productive to do and then you watch something, it's like a fun thing added on to mm. your day. But if it's your entire day, it just doesn't make sense anymore, does it? Yeah. So that, like, like you said, I mean, a lot of times that's why I started this podcast because I get to do something productive. I get to record and I edit this thing on my own. And then hmm. I upload obviously I schedule it then I have to take care of the RSS feed like you know people complain that oh my god how is your podcast everywhere do you manually upload it on Spotify and Apple and all these platforms no man it's there's something called an RSS feed you like you submit the pod that's where your podcast is hosted on the internet it's imagine a website on which your podcast is being stored and it gives you a public feed that um these um company these podcast companies they have directories that they used to um fetch the podcast um, data from so you just submit yeah. the link to them once and then it's automated they keep on just grabbing it every time so let's say I upload this episode today it'll be up on their platforms within 24 hours hmm. yeah. so that's it's pretty, pretty simple cool. yeah yeah it's pretty cool uh-huh. too mm-hmm. so like what what were your college days like before <laughs> you start preparing for placements oh, my college days honestly you know, to score in college, to study every day. That is, I'm talking mm-hmm. about, you know, scoring in college, not, you know, building your knowledge. Yeah. So, most, my college days were mostly me having fun with my friends. And me, That's... I started preparing for um, placement. And so, actually, for placement, I actually started my internship. And for okay. my internship, I started preparing during fifth semester. So before that, it was just concentrating on my studies for college and then spending time with my friends and hanging out. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. What was the college life like at Simbi? Like, I mean, I don't think any of my friends have experienced it yet. I mean, they would love to know what yeah. it felt like from someone who's actually been there. So it's amazing. It's really amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, you have an amazing campus. That is there. And... Yeah, even the hostel life is great. I mean, all the amenities provided are great. You have a lot of sports. Like, there are so many grounds. We have a cricket ground, basketball ground, football ground, and then a lot of sports. So most of the people right after college, we just go onto the grounds and play something or the other. Then there uh-huh. is a prota fest that happens. It's basically a sports fest wow. among the uh, branches. So it's like, which branch wins? kind of like that so that is that is really fun that is like really fun and you should how did you feel when you entered the campus how did you feel when you entered the campus the first time 
Yeah, it was really great. I mean, such a big campus, such a nice college, like the ambience, everything, the surroundings. It was just great, very calming, soothing, and the people that I met, they were just great. So it was mm. an overall really great environment. Mm. Interesting. It's just okay. that you have people, you know, you have to interact with. I mean, because you can definitely go mm. bad path as well. Yeah, right? you have you to interact with people. Yeah, you have yeah. to pick your friend. You have to because mm. in the end, you are what your company is, right? Right. So, so you should know how to, you know, keep a balance between your academics and your personal. Because I've seen a lot of people go into, you know, just, I mean, completely let go of their academics, which mm. should not be the case. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, so like you had a pretty awesome time in college. I think. I'm I'm just waiting for the campus to reopen because a lot of my friends like they're they kind of demotivated. One of my friends she says she tells me that uh, the the campus will never open. I've given up hope. Maybe online engineering will come and I don't know. I mean I'm I'm trying to ask her to calm down and just be positive. No, no, I'm not. I mean it's very unpredictable. See, the thing is, outside right now, everything is open, but it's a big risk to open up colleges. No, Plus, I think colleges is fine because yeah, people are vaccinated. Many, I think I'm getting my dose, second dose next week. College, they can open up colleges. The problem is with schools because students aren't, the kids aren't vaccinated. We, are, we have vaccines, hmm. right? We're, we're 18 plus, so we have vaccines and we also we have we have a big hospital that's a vaccine center right in the college. Yeah, I know. But the thing is that once you open up college, it becomes their responsibility. Like if something happens, right? So I yeah. think that's a risk they don't want to take. So that's why people are just being cautious right now. Maybe next yeah. year it might open up next. Next year? Not so. Sure. Yeah, I mean <laughs> till December, so I would say don't keep hopes. Okay. Yeah, I don't think this semester. Nah, I, was I am not sure. Until, I mean, I'm... Yeah, I mean, I was waiting until Diwali. You can start yeah, up well, Around November itself, right? So maybe they might yeah. open up. Or if you... Yeah, maybe during exams, they might open up. Like, call you physically yeah, to yeah, give yeah. exams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, online, you've taught us everything. <laughs> then you're going to open up and give offline exams. So your best yeah. option is next year, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, how did you prepare for your placements in the if you in the final year you started or the fifth semester? No. So I started preparing uh, along with my internship. Like I started mm-hmm. a bit of competitive coding to like build my algorithm. But okay. uh, you know the th- basic conceptual um, study and whatever that was required for placements that I started just right after my internship ended. So mm-hmm. like my, I'll, I'll tell you, my internship ended during on June 30th, 2020. Okay. And I knew that the companies would by August, right? So I had mm-hmm. a complete one month time deeply prepare myself because see, the thing is before internship, you exactly don't have any experience, right? Right. So that is like your first experience. That is mm-hmm. where you can start building up yourself. So after started preparing, like yeah, so I started building up on my theoretical concepts, my okay. analytical concepts. 
so all that will just after my internship like you did it yourself or the college helped you online how was it no no that was completely by myself that was completely okay. by myself like through all the resources that i can get online and whatever mm. i studied throughout the year like throughout the four years that mm. was what helped me yeah i mean i think i think that's great like i mean um the best part is you got over the habit of spoon feeding that's been given to us over yeah, the years right like i mean yeah. even when they give you a syllabus that i think that's a form of spoon feeding <laughs> yeah you could right. say that <laughs> yeah right i mean like it's it's great but again like i think that's one problem with us because like when i was trying to learn something on my own i don't know what all things i need to learn to ensure that i can say that okay i've actually learned a particular skill let's say you're talking about hmm. using let's say sim- something simple let's say using linux now how do you know that you can actually use linux right i mean because we've i've we've all been conditioned to like follow a syllabus or a structure okay these are the chapters hmm. you do them one by one or you follow these topics one by one and then boom you're after all of those topics you're done you're good to go with a particular skill yeah right? well you need to know how to you know explore and read mm. up documentations and do things on your own you have to right. know how to do that because That's in right. reality you don't have a particular syllabus right like me i'll be like yehi padha tha mujhe this was in the syllabus that all i know yeah. so it's not like that how it's going to work right? you have mm-hmm. to keep on building every single day i'll tell exactly. you even after i'm in in the company my learning has not stopped i still have to study every day like I still have to keep on building up mm. my skills because there's no stop to it, right? There's something Absolutely. that I always wouldn't know. One hundred percent. Yeah, so it's something that you have to do daily. Mm-hmm. What's your work life like during the pandemic? How were you guys working during pandemic? So I'm online, so I our meetings are held through Teams, so that is how okay. we collaborate together. Yeah, and then we have obvious. meetings. Yeah. So yeah, we have meetings over there, and then self-study topics that I have to go through, and then something that I explore on myself for my liking. That's how my life. Okay. That I mean, that's still good. Like, do you still meet with some people who live around your city? Like, you've ever been to the office even once? No, no. Months that I started working, so right now I've not had the opportunity because. people are all over from the world itself right not just india yeah so i interact with people all around the world as well okay i've not got the opportunity yet hmm. but okay yeah but we do meet virtually we we've, we've got a lot of chance to interact with each other we switch on our cameras it's not like anyone is shy doing that so hmm. we've got to know a lot of people interact with you then you know started hitting up each other on social media yeah hmm. it's going good Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, that's what we are doing in college right now. We're trying to like interact with people on social media. Like yeah. most of my friends, like I'm I'm not into gaming. Most of my friends play PUBG all the time. So I mean, that's how they interact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, enough, yeah. That's another way. way of interacting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's your way, and that's good. I mean, the best. That's the best part. We're just spending so much time together, and we're yelling at each other during playing PUBG. I mean, that's the best part. You get to know, <laughs> you get to see the worst of worst in each other. Yeah, you're completely unfiltered. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, wow. I mean, this hour just went by so quickly. I mean, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. I mean, I really had a great time having a conversation with you all throughout. Okay, just one last question before we wrap this up. Um. Okay. If you were to go back to first year today, 
how would you start over see i told you i was very confused right right so there were times okay so you you know that some people have this tendency to you know boast about themselves like mm-hmm. they know very limited but then they would speak as if they know so much there was a point yes. where i started getting intimidated by that so that is something that i would change because i was completely lost so maybe you know gaining more clarity and then not being affected by the people around so yeah okay. so that is something that i would change because that there was very stressful times as well when i was trying to figure things out because you there is a point where you're just like what do i do now and then right. you feel like people around you are doing so much i'm i stand nowhere so you start questioning yourself so that is something that i would you know change and you know believe in mm. myself the way that i am right now so that yeah. was a bit of a temporary time that i would like uh, that's i like that i mean i really like that you said that i'm not being intimidated by people who say they know it all because i mean here's what yeah. i think about such people like um as a kid i used to be that guy like but again i realized that it's not nice to be like that to other people and you don't know it all Hmm. Right. I mean, the ones who really know it all don't go on boasting that they know. Don't it exactly all. boast. Yeah. Yeah. They don't I mean, let they other people. Right? Yeah. Their work. Yeah. Their work speaks for their um themselves. The the their work speaks exactly. for them. Hmm. Right. So I would say believe in yourself and not get intimidated. And everyone doesn't have the same timeline, right? So True. Fine. Nobody has their own timeline. Everybody has a different yeah. timing. Yeah. I like that. Okay this I had a great time with you Richa thank you very much for being on my show I had a blast Yeah I today. had a wonderful time interacting with you yeah it was really great Okay that's that's awesome I mean I would love to have you on my show again I had a great time Yeah sure <laughs> Great thank you Yeah thank you so much for having me